I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Aries. So by definition, it's sun at 27 degrees. 27 is the Mars degree. Mars rules Aries with Mars, transiting Mars conjunct. So sun and Mars together in Libra, opposing the moon in Aries, of course, at 27 degrees, the Mars degree. This full moon involves quite a bit of astro and I'm going to translate it all into English, but I, I feel like it's important to name the astrology um, because information matters and awareness is everything. So bear with me, hang in there. I'm gonna explain it all as we go, okay? That opposition of the full moon, first of all, is in a T-square to Pluto, now direct in Capricorn. Pluto at 24 degrees. 24 is the Venus degree. Venus is the ruler of Libra. So what that T-square is saying is that you are going to, if you choose, you are going to have a new policy for yourself on how you're going to go forward from here on out in a way that maintains your peace and harmony and flow. Specifically, it will be using your strength, your inner masculine, to stand tall and in the name of, in the protection of your own sense of centeredness. That you're going to do your best to not let yourself get knocked off course. Centeredness. Stay centered because not everything deserves to go to war over. At the same time, that opposition is supported by a cradle. So it's, it's supported by Jupiter, now direct, at 22 degrees Aquarius. 22 is the highest Uranian degree. Uranus rules Aquarius. It's a very high Uranian energy. And the galactic center at 27 degrees. Again, that's the Mars degree. The way that a cradle works is it's um, a set of trines and sextiles that bump up against an opposition to support it, which usually means that that opposition has some challenge to it. Jupiter in Aquarius is uh, very expansive in letting it be known what resonates with you deeply and what doesn't resonate with you deeply. So things that are no longer on the vibe that you want to hold for yourself are starting to fall away. They're starting to become more and more and more distant. Things that feel like they're not future forward for you. And the things that you want to move towards are getting closer and closer. The galactic center says that we have unlimited possibilities. Hope is always alive. And the beliefs we hold will dictate the world we live in. So if you take the two of those, in order for you to stand tall and in the protection of the guard, the guard for your own sense of beauty and harmony and peace and flow, you'd have to really know what your resonance is. You'd have to really believe that hope and possibility are alive. Unlimited possibilities. When I mention the galactic center, often people think that I mean unlimited possibilities for one outcome. 
And that is not unlimited possibilities. Unlimited possibilities means that you're open for however this life thing is going to play out. What that means is that you're going to go into the unknown with discovery rather than fear. You're going to go find out what's in there, what's in that unknown as a sense of adventure with hope and possibility in your tool belt. I think it's really important to note that the last two full moons also included the galactic center. So if you go all the way back to August during Leo season, we had a full moon at 29 degrees Aquarius with Jupiter involved. That was in a triangle potential to the galactic center. And if you can think back that far, um, when we were talking about this, it was that you have to find yourself in order to know what tone you want to go, go forward with uh, into what is now going to become choppy territory. And are you going to hold a high note of, again, discovery into the unknown, wanting to learn about yourself self more and more and being visionary in future forward? Or are you going to go forward in fear? And I was saying at the time, you're going to need to really understand that. You're going to need to understand that this is a new note that you have for yourself, a note of resonance that no matter what happens, no matter how challenging, no matter how intense, no matter what you discover, that you're going to hold the note of being visionary and future forward. On September 20th, we had a full moon in Pisces during Virgo season. That one squared, involved Neptune in Pisces. Um, that squared the galactic center. And again, if you can remember me uh, talking about this, and, and you can go back to the podcast for these moons in the archives wherever where you're getting this podcast now. So those are still posted. Um, that full moon uh, between Virgo and Pisces was that presence is your prayer. And if you can be very present while understanding that the greater force of life is at play too, and that you can trust both of them because the square into the galactic center would say, I believe that that is true and correct, that we should be present and you can trust the greater force of life, then that is going to be a dip, totally different world than if you're a person who has the belief that there's nothing we can do about the present moment and life is suffering and then we die. Two, two totally different octaves to hold between Virgo and, and Pisces. And now here we are about centeredness and being willing to use your strength to guard it, to protect it, to stand in the name of it. Because square to Pluto and Capricorn, that's how you're going to live your life now. And supported by galactic center and Jupiter and Aquarius, because you are reinforcing that full moon in Aquarius that we had during Leo. And that you, you genuinely have the true belief of the galactic center that hope and possibility are alive no matter what. That's a lot of buildup about understanding the energy that we hold. And that is not without design. We are going into a time that's going to get, uh, let's say, challenging. <laughs> <coughs> It's going to be more than challenging. It's going to get pretty gnarly. I'm people that follow me are in readings and in the Be the Evidence membership. 
are talking about how they're hearing astrologers talk about some really dark interpretations about what we're about to go through. And here's what I've been telling people. If you are listening to astrologers and, and the only thing they can name is about how this is going to be so difficult, we won't be able to handle it. Then you throw that shit straight out the window. Okay. They're doing it wrong. If you're listening to an astrologer who cannot point out to you that the reason why we are going to be clearing out shadow and Scorpio is because we're supposed to be aiming for Taurus, Uranus and Taurus, and in January, North Node and Taurus, we are trying to get ourselves into a new way of being. We're trying to manifest new worlds. We're trying to up the value about what we find important about the wonderful experience about being alive on the surface of the planet. We just have to get the shadows that are in the way out of the way. And I say just as if that's easy. It's not easy, especially if you are avoidant of looking at your unhealed parts of you. If you have been putting this off all year, which, you know, if you've been following me, I have been very annoying in telling people, please work on your shadow, please work on your shadow, please work on your shadow. Because if you wait until Scorpio season, if you wait for Scorpio to force you, it's not fun. It's just not. Every Scorpio season, I get people coming to me because I'm a double Scorpio. So I think that's why they, that, well, I don't know. They might come to all astrologers like this, but I don't know. It feels kind of personal that people might trust me because I'm a double Scorpio. People go into, I'm going to die. I'm dying. And it's like, you're not dying. You're not dying. It's just if you would work on your shit the other 11 months of the year, this wouldn't be so grueling. It's just you've chosen to wait. And when Scorpio makes you, it does make you. But it's not just a normal Scorpio season. Mars will be involved. If you think that Mars and Scorpio would be extremely intense, you'd be correct. Yep. And we're going to have an eclipse of um, so the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus will be on November 19th. So the eclipse will be between Scorpio and Taurus. And then we'll have um, a break, short break in December. And in January, the South Node will go into Scorpio and it will be there for 18 months. And so the thing about be efficient, be quick, be honest in how you handle your shadow and then get your ass into Taurus will be a theme that you'll hear me talking about constantly to the point where, again, I'm going to become annoying about it. But I'd rather annoy people than people forget and have things sneak up on them. We're supposed to be heading for Taurus, manifesting, the wanting, wanting better for yourself, wanting more for yourself, wanting new for yourself, things that are getting in the way of you wanting, wanting more, wanting better. Things that are getting in the way of that are going to have to be faced. Now, the flip side is you could refuse all of this. Your beliefs could be that um, all possibilities have been exhausted and hope is nowhere to be found and things work out for everyone except you. And so why even bother? It could be that you decide that you're going to fight your way through everything and that holding your centeredness and looking for harmony and flow takes too much focus. So fuck it. You're just going to start wrecking things. You could, you could, you could decide that you're going to give up on humanity and finding your resonance in a new way of being and a new way of being human. And you're just going to think about yourself. You could, you could lose all faith 
and decide there's nothing we can do about the present moment. You could do all of those things. Absolutely. And I'm telling you that some people will. Some people will. Not everybody has been working on their shit. Not everybody wants to put in the energy it takes to remain focused on, no, I will not repeat my patterns. No, I will not start pulling levers out of nowhere just to see something happen. Some people are not willing to have focus and discipline on learning a new way of being, having new habits and changing their view. Some people aren't. And frankly, I have no judgment about that. And here's why. Our solar system is going into enlightenment. We're going into becoming aware and conscious. It started in 2012. Our solar system has been, has been coming out of 2000 years of darkness. We're going up, not down. And it's not like, you know, if you don't feel like doing it right now, you're going to start falling off the planet. That's not, it's not how, it's not how humans work. It's not how our solar system works. It's not how gravity works. <laughs> okay. So if some people are just not ready yet, it's, it's probably going to look rough. We, we will probably have a splitting of worlds. The beliefs you hold will dictate the world you live in means that some people are going to have a hard time, really hard time. And some people are going to swerve around all that shit and start manifesting a new life. All of it will be challenging. Okay. But for some people, it's going to be harder than others, but no matter what, if for the people who are not ready to do it this round, there will be other opportunities. There will. Eventually, everyone's going up. Everyone is going up. So I think I, I think I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, if I'm not mistaken. You don't want to go around trying to control people and their process. You concern yourself with you. You hold your resonance, your presence, and your centeredness at the highest octave you're capable of and see what you attract in that is at that same note, that same vibe, that same frequency. And you head straight into the unknown, being willing to look at any shadow that comes up with honesty and quickly, not self-identifying with it, not setting up camp in a haunted house, just be honest and bring unhealed parts of us into the sunlight so they can be integrated back into our wholeness and we can move on with believing in ourselves, believing of a new way, manifesting and wanting more. You just keep going in that direction and let other people have their process. It's going to be, it's going to be those three going into this season. So the season for Scorpio starts three days after this full moon. The full moon's on the 20th. Sun goes into Scorpio on the 23rd. Mars goes into Scorpio on the 30th. Mercury goes into Scorpio November 5th. So it's just going to keep building going to be know yourself well enough that you can hold the highest note possible on your own res what resonates with you and what doesn't presence is your prayer and your presence is backed up with the fortification of centeredness that you are going to guard with your inner strength because that's your new way of being because your beliefs are very high on unlim unlimited possibilities and that hope is always alive and that the frequency you hold is going to determine your experience in the world hold all of that. <laughs> you can do it. It sounds like a lot. You can do it. Hold all of that. 
And we'll go forward into a time that quite honestly, it's gonna get, it's gonna get pretty intense, but we'll get through it together as we always do. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.